the future of photography. Adrian, what's the strongest zoom lens that you have? The strongest zoom lens that I have. That's the most zoomy zoom lens that you. Most the most zoomy zoom lens. I'm not. I'm not a one for zoom lens. Is particularly, and I also don't. Own oh, you're yeah, one of these. Lenses. One of these. One of these prime lens snobs. Uh, I, I don't prefer not to think of it as snobbish. It's, it's, I think uh, in, in this grand old art that we call photography, I think there's room for all sorts of different expressions. I prefer... Uh, I'm disappointed in you taking that tone, quite frankly. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I, 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 love my, I love my prime lenses, you know. Right? I'm trying to think of what, what is my Zongus zoom. Um, this is I mean, going mean, really silly to people who have big lenses and shoot wildlife and sport right. and things like that. But I think my longest zoom is my fuji 18 to 55 <laughs> 18 well that's okay that's a decent range that's a decent range we'll we'll get to we'll get to a um oh no to... hang on i have no my my fuji my fuji x20 pocket camera has a range that's an equivalent from 28 to about 112 there you go that would be my longest zoom <laughs> yeah and 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 that's typically what you get on video cameras where they give where, where they give you a a a number x factor so uh, which is which is how 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 much with what you multiply the shortest end of the lens to get to the longest one, and that's yes. kind of the zoom range. And we'll we'll and get some to of them that. Are nuts now, aren't they? On some of those video cameras, it's crazy. Not just on video cameras, but um, before we talk about this, just just briefly, let's kick this off again with our uh, our call for for a co-host. Um, Absolutely. If you th there is a chance that you could become the third host on this show and uh, we have already talked at length about this at the beginning of the last episode episode 76 so go back and listen to that um and yeah we're still we're still collecting applications so uh let us know if you're interested you can absolutely we are very keen to add a new perspective a new voice uh to the show yes. um you know uh just to make it uh yeah well, to keep it fresh uh, and, and to get a different point of view. Um, so if you're really passionate and enthusiastic about making images, you, know, uh, you don't have to be a tech geek. Uh, you could be completely anti-tech, but really into the images, although we wouldn't want to turn away any geeks either. Um, uh, and if you can uh, make a commitment to producing a podcast about photography weekly uh then yeah please uh going back uh, if you want more detail to listen to uh the previous show 76 um has a bit of more of a pitch about this we also have a page on our website so that's the future of photography.com slash casting um and all we need you to do is to send us a one minute recording chris yeah, one minute audio recording. Don't worry Roughly too much. One minute. Yeah, don't worry too much about the audio quality at that point. But uh, we'd rather, we'd rather get your personality and understand what you can bring to the show. Yeah, uh, please do. And then, uh, so that little file, um, easiest way to record that probably is just using the uh, the voice notes app on your phone. Um, and then, of course, you have it available, readily available to email to us. And what's the email address, Chris? Casting at the future of photography dot com. Excellent. I'm, and it's all I'm, on the web page. So it's all all on the web page. Yes, yeah. and there'll be a link to the web page in the show notes. So uh, yo, if you're if you're interested in that, um, please get in touch. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Right. So back to the back to the zoom range. Back to um, zoom. What's your longest zoom? Then? <clears throat> I don't even know. 
I know. I, I, I have. I, I stumped you, but now I stumped myself because I don't really think I have that. Well, I have. I have the twenty-four to one hundred five, which is kind of a standard. Oh, that's the Canon one, Canon isn't it? I thing, mean, that, yeah. that, that's a classic, classic lens, isn't yeah, it? It's a for, classic lens for I've... travel stuff. And I, and I, I did have a what was it, eighty to two hundred older kind of now the new ones have like 70 to one to 10 but that was an older one uh, anyway yeah i'm also not that much into big zoom lenses yeah. i keep meaning to buy a proper telephoto zoom but i never get around to it <laughs> but in in general the telephoto range is um or the zoom ranges it's, it's an interesting thing again we'll get to this in in a few minutes before that i want to talk telephoto and a real strong telephoto was used just a few weeks ago to take a picture of the first black hole. Oh, that was awesome. Well, it looked like a, like an inverted coffee stain of sorts. So it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't look sharp or anything, right? It looks like the future of photography to me. Well, it feels like it, but the the interesting thing is a just a little bit of the tech behind it and I don't want to go into too much detail, but um the the one thing that kind of blew me away and that links this to the 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 our smartphones is that they couldn't just have a telescope and point it at this i don't know how many million light years uh, away galaxy but they had to have in order to get the resolution they had to have a a sensor the size of the planet okay that is real full frame but <laughs> I think but, that's me. I think we can call that large format. To be fair, I don't think <laughs> probably. Now, of course, of course, if you look up above you, you don't see a big sensor hanging in the sky. So there is not a there is no such thing as a sensor the size of a planet. So what did they do? They took, uh, I think, eight different radio telescopes. Well, first of all, it's radio telescope based, so it's not. It's not visual. It's on the in the radio frequencies, but it's pretty much the same on a different wavelength. And they took eight big radio telescopes that are um, scattered throughout one side of the planet, and they had those look at that black hole. And then, by some very clever math that uh, that this uh, woman named Katie Bauman came up with. Um, this that's was Dr. Katie Bauman to Dr. you. Dr. Katie no, Bauman. Yes, <laughs> <of course. laughs> the, the 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 algorithm is so smart that um, there is this combination of well, first of all, you can use incomplete information. Just you, just imagine this being a big sensor with a lot of pixels missing. Right? You have right some here, some over there, some over there. So you have a, just a spotty data. And then there is math to kind of put this together, similar to what we see in smartphones with multiple cameras that are able to take those multiple cameras and interpolate them into something like a bigger sensor. So um, that's the one thing. And the other thing is that they then used some very smart artificial intelligence to, to complete the picture. And Again, I won't go into too much detail, mainly because I really don't understand it myself. But it, it is... It is That's a some, good reason. That's a good reason. It is. They, they had several different approaches um, compete against each other to make sure that 
that the algorithm is not just making stuff up and those different approaches came to the same results. So they are quite confident that what they see is what's actually there. And mm. I, th and there is a connection, right? There's a connection down to the phones that we have in our pockets and the ones that will come, come up that have more than just a couple of lenses. I mean, phones are starting to have three lenses and there's this... Uh, this one phone by light.co that might have five lenses or maybe nine lenses. And that's a very similar math that's going to happen there. Mm, yeah. Uh, it's it, the, the whole black story, the whole black hole story, just, just astonishing and amazing. I mean, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I do like, you know, I, I get interested by things like astrophysics and stuff like that. I, I don't have enough of an education to understand the calculations that go on, but just the the enormity of it, the yeah, the scale of it, the the achievements that we make, um, uh, astonishing. And I'm also a big sci-fi nut as well, so it's hmm. a, yeah, the idea of taking a photo of a black hole is just awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, now, now let's link that to smartphones in a very different way. Um, because there is a smartphone out there that I'm not sure it's got that much of a telephoto range, <laughs> it, it but has it's, yeah. it's getting close to being able to shoot a black hole. Um, no, not quite. But um, <laughs> there is this smartphone out there. It's the Huawei P30 Pro, ah, yeah, okay, which uh, employs a 50 times zoom range. Now I think it does 10 optical, and the rest is digital, which. Um, Mathematically, I think it starts off at around 28 millimeters and then goes up to an equivalent of like 1200 to 1400 millimeters, which is telescope range, right? It's uh, it's a very very long lens, and it's pretty awesome. And and you and normally I'd go, I'd I'd wave this off because it, it it has a digital portion, right? That zoom range has a digital portion, and you know from Let's say 10 years ago, digital zoom, or even now, most cameras, when they do digital zoom, it just means that they extrapolate the picture out of like incomplete data and it's just rubbish, right? It's it certainly, I, I, I've noticed it improving. And, and it, I didn't mention it last week when I was talking about my new Fuji XF10. Uh, but it, the Fuji XF10 has a uh, one of these digital zoom modes. So it's a, it's a fixed lens. But uh, fixed twenty eight mil equivalent, but you can zoom zoom digitally zoom it to a thirty five mil or a fifty mil, um, and you still get the twenty four megapixel. It's not a crop; you still get a twenty four megapixel image out of that. Only a JPEG, um, and uh, but of course, but uh, uh, and I've been pleasantly surprised, uh, at least in the good in good light, about how good the algorithms are for that digital zoom on that camera. Right, and they and they they now use special algorithms that are optimized to uh, to keeping the sharpness while in raising the the size of the photo out of just the data that's there. But what uh, what Huawei claims is they have an AI engine behind this digital zoom. And that's, I think, what makes this interesting because it, we have looked here at algorithms in the past that can fill in the blanks, that can fill in detail where there is none, that uh, can, just based on machine learning, um, increase the sharpness of things by almost almost creating things out of thin air that would fit what is required there and it 
does seem, I don't have any technical background in this, any te technical detail about what they really do, but it sure looks like they are using something along those lines to fill in those blanks. And if you look at those video demonstrations, there's like a few videos online that you can see that thing zooming in to like, it, it's just, it's just crazy how much detail is left after going through that entire zoom range in a it, it in is, a smartphone yeah. that is the in a smartphone yeah you see you've i mean they have processing power haven't you in a smartphone well it's also it's also that they that they flip the camera on its side so they have this what they call a periscope camera which is pretty much what it is it's a camera that uh has a has a has a longer range for the lens elements to move sideways and then there's a mirror at the end that puts it upright again um, oh, okay. So, so they ha they can use more space in that package of the smartphone. They are not limited by the by the thickness of the smartphone. But again, I mean, what comes out of this, at least during daylight, is just mind-boggling. If you need that amazing zoom range, and people have already come up with, uh, like, I, th I think there's almost a petition out there to 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 not allow people to have a weapon like this in their pocket because it could be a spying <laughs> tool and you could look into someone's window and so on. It um, probably it probably get, doesn't go so well that for, for Huawei, who've had a lot of press recently for exactly that. <laughs> so. Well, uh, yeah. So anyway, it's 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 definitely part of the future of photography. It's uh, it's the future already here in some respect. Now, I don't really have a use for that kind of a zoom range, but if that is something that you need or that helps you solve a problem then hey that might be one one of the options i tell you so, what so, so certainly you know i think i can think of a use um I, I don't have a phone that does this but if you you know now now when you go to a lot of events sometimes big sporting events uh certainly big musical events often you're not allowed in big cameras um and you know if you're if you're you know, at the back of a stadium trying to take a picture of Beyonce or something like that, you know, um, then you're not allowed to take in a big camera um, and, and a zoom like that could, could help you capture, uh, rightly or wrongly, could help you capture photos to remember the event by. Um, now, I wonder what happens if you zoom in to Beyonce's face on stage and the camera doesn't have the optical details and it fills in the blank and uh, just puts someone else's face on there. Maybe she'll come out looking like Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely an option. So, oh, something, something along those lines has happened. It had, has actually happened years ago. There was this, uh, I think it was Xerox or someone making a copier, and they had, uh, and 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 this, yeah, this, yeah, I remember this 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 talk about uh, Xerox copying numbers on a on a sheet like a. a piece of paper full of numbers and what was copied had different numbers some of the numbers were i think clearly different as well I can't and what remember the and what happened is they had to check they had to kind of save space on their internal hard drive of that copier and they used some smart in air quotes smart uh compression algorithms that would analyze the picture and if you were below a certain point size it could mistake it made it up. <laughs> it, it made it up. It pretty much made it up. Yeah. So that uh, had definitely had some potential to 
cause some issues. So yeah, maybe you'll. So, I don't. So I don't know. I don't know what. Photograph they... of a black hole. We're going to be doing it with our phones. Is what you're saying? That's, That's okay. kind of the very long stretch that I was trying to to get to here. <laughs> so at one point we might be looking at a tele, at a very strong telescope in our phones, looking at black holes, and then wondering if it ends up what why it ends up looking like Beyonce. <laughs> There you go. Okay, so I, you know, I, I think, I think this is, you know, what do I think? Do I want a fourteen hundred millimeter lens in my phone? Well, no, not really. Um, uh, but will you use uh, it to shoot wildlife? Probably not. I well, so po, po, yeah. Well, I'm not suddenly going to start going out, you know, before sunrise to to shoot wildlife, but. You know, um, if if a, a woodpecker lands in my garden, I might take a photograph of that. Oh yeah, um, uh, or something. I don't know. It, it, it's one of these things, isn't it? It's you, know, you don't know quite what you're going to use it for, and, and until you've got it available. Um, you know, because I have young children, I go to a lot of school shows. You know, school Christmas concerts and and you know dance shows and stuff like that. Um, and you know, the majority of people taking photographs and video. Uh, in a theatre are doing so with the digital zoom on their mobile phones right yeah, and and, that taking, is kind of scary. and taking taking digitally zoomed vertical videos right? <laughs> which i don't know about you but it makes my skin crawl <laughs> like, i'm i'm but, getting to terms with the vertical video but the digital yeah. zoom kind of gets me yeah the, the, uh, but that is the future of photography right so, so some, think about some this. Go part back to what of we say. Future. Who is it that takes the vast majority of photographs? What kit are they using? The, you know, so you, there will come a time quite soon where the, you know, the, the majority of photographs that are taken have some element of digital zoom in them. Oh, and, and this is only going to move forward faster. I mean, one, one fallacy that we all fall for is that we assume the development will be a linear kind of at a, at a linear pace. And this is a this is a this is a process that is going to speed up much much more. Yes, so I'm looking forward to it. And yes. there's going to become a time when the, you, instead of buying a camera, you buy the the Bluetooth camera like phone case, right? And I know you can get those today, and some people like them, and some people yeah, some people hate them. But, you know, it, it, the keen photographer isn't going to go to a, a, a camera store or, or to the internet and buy a real camera because there won't be any point. What you'll do is if you're a keen photographer and you don't like the ergonomics of taking photographs with your pocket computer, you'll just buy the physical add-on that gives you a bit more controllability for your pocket computer and let the pocket computer sort out the rest. That, that's, that's really depressing. <laughs> Can I have a Pentax 6-7, please? <laughs> we have two in the house. You can come visit and, and look Excellent. at them, okay? <laughs> okay? I'd love to. I'd All love right. to. I, I think we'll wrap this up here before it gets too depressing. Yeah, let's, okay. let's all take pictures of Beyonce black holes with our <laughs> smartphones. And I'll, I'll leave you with that. And... Uh, yeah, let's wrap it up and we'll be back in a week from now. Don't forget our casting at thefuturephotography.com slash casting. You could be the third voice on this show. All right. That's it for today. Until next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
been listening to The Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. Thank you.